Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Welcome to Breakfast with Ken. How about this? What a week we got, right? It's Final Four week. We got one month until the NFL draft. What do the Colts need? Should they move up into the first round to go get what they need? Should they sacrifice bulk in order to get quality? Normally, I'd say yes. Albert Pujols coming back to the Cardinals. How about that? Cathedral wins a state championship. Four new state champions in high school basketball in Indiana. Let's go. Let's talk about sports brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Give them a call. 765-610-8809. Jared Johnson, absolutely the best at what he does. You're going to, you know what? With a plumber, you don't want to have to worry. And with Johnson's Plumbing, you don't. It's just that simple. Hit subscribe, punch like, ring the bell. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. Like I said, one month until the draft. The Colts, they got needs. Now, normally, I'm a big fan of of the rule of take the best player available. Let the board talk to you. That's what you need to do, and that's what Chris Ballard preaches all the time. However, this year is a little bit different. The Colts have specific needs, and they are rather dire needs, and it's going to be difficult to fill them through any other means but the draft, because wide receivers are gone. You're not going to go get Devontae Adams. He's already been gotten. You're not going to be able to go get Allen Robinson. He's already been gotten. Wide receivers, you need wide receivers, and you've got to get a tight end. I got the tight end. I told you last week who it is. I'll tell you again who it is. It's Jeremy Ruckert. Now, that sounds insane, because he's likely to last until the fourth round, maybe the fifth round because he's not a real offensive target. But what the Colts need at the tight end position is to replace Jack Doyle as kind of a a tackle who can catch. And that's Jeremy Ruckert. Jeremy Ruckert's got good hands. He's not terribly fast. He's not really elusive. He's more a a zone-busting guy, or that's what he was at Ohio State. That's what he's going to be for the Colts. The Colts need Jeremy Ruckert. Because he is a he is a road grader as a run blocker. Now wide receiver, it's a little bit different because you're drafting at 42 and then 73 in the second and third rounds. You got to go get the guys who are available, right? But you got to get guys. You can't go into the season and say Matt Ryan. You your job this year is to turn Desmond Patman and Michael Strawn into a legit two and a legit three as a wide receiver. You can't, or Kiki Kute. You can't do that to Matt Ryan. You have to give him talent, and you have to give him youth, right? And and not that Strawn and, and Patman don't have youth. They do have youth. But look, these guys, Desmond Patman played eight games this past season healthy. Michael Strawn was a healthy scratch week after week after week this past year despite the fact that Paris Campbell was hurt and T.Y. Hilton either hurt or diminished in his level of play. 
you got to get him guys. You got to get Matt Ryan guys. And the good thing is, and this is where the Colts should not move up. Second round, third round, even into the fifth round, you can get guys. Tyreek Hill is a fifth rounder. That was a for, for a reason other than uh, a dearth of talent, right? But second round, uh, you can get a DK Metcalf. Third round, you can get a, uh, a guy like Terry McLaurin. Stephon Diggs, I think, was a fifth round guy. You can get guys later in the draft who are going to be every bit as good as the guys who go early in the draft. Would you love to get a Chris Olave? Yes, you would. Of course. But the Colts sacrificed that first-round pick to go get Carson Wentz a year ago. So it's gone. Do you want a bundle to move into the first round? You don't. Because what the Colts need, they're going to be able to get with that 42nd overall pick and that 73rd overall pick. Then go get two wideouts in note with those selections. And then with a fourth-round selection, go get Jeremy Rucker. Uh, they have 42, 73, 122, 159, 179, which is that compensatory pick in the first, fifth round, 216 and 239. Where's the shelf? I don't know where the shelf is. But at wide receiver, you're going to be able to get two guys, and you need to do that. Last year, the Colts scratched their itch for defensive linemen. They went and got Quiddy Pay in the first round, and then they got Dio Odangbo in the second round. Okay, you got two guys that you project to be productive pass rushers. They said that Odangbo could be a Pro Bowl guy, Quiddy Pay could be a Pro Bowl guy. We always hear this with the draft. We heard this all the way back to Malik Hooker. Right, Malik Hooker for the Colts. My God, we got Malik Hooker. He looks just like Ed Reed. All right, let's, you know, let's tone down the rhetoric on what you think you can get in the draft or what you've gotten in the draft. Stop projecting guys as, as pro bowlers, and let's talk about what guys can be for this year. Don't go get more defensive linemen. Don't go get more offensive linemen. Don't get a linebacker. You want to get a safety? Go get Teron Matthew. He's just sitting out there unemployed right now for the love of God. And they say that how many teams are in, in the game for him? You got the Bears, you got the Steelers, you got the Raiders, you got the Colts. We'll see where he signs. The Colts of those teams have the most money to spend over $20 million of cap space because they they kind of reconfigured uh, Matt Ryan's deal. So they've got more cap room. There's no point in negotiating more cap room if you're not going to spend it. And if you're going to spend it, spend it on, that's where you spend it. Go get a safety, a veteran safety. He's going to turn 30. He can still play 2019, 2020, not just Pro Bowl, but all Pro 2. Really, really good safety. And with Julian Blackman coming off that Achilles injury, you need a safety to come in, play some meaningful snaps, and go get the football. And who's better at it than Teron Matthew? Not many safeties. So let's go. Let's, uh, let's take care of him. Wide receivers who could be available at 34. George Pickens out of Georgia, who was terrific this past year. Uh, Wendale Robinson out of Kentucky. Jahan Dotson out of Penn State. Sky Moore out of Western Michigan. And in the comments section, I love the comments that we have on this channel. People unanimously dislike Sky Moore, and I don't understand it. 
He's a wide receiver out of Western Michigan that 99.9% of even college football fans have never seen play. He had a great, uh, a great combine. I, I don't know why the the lack of love for Sky Moore. If I'm Chris Ballard, any of these guys makes me happy. You could go get Kenneth Walker out of Mi- Michigan State as well. Although I'm not as high on him as I am the others. I think the others could really be uh, game changers. Yeah, for the Colts, absolutely. And at tight end, I told you, it's Jeremy Rucker. That's the guy. He is a plug-and-play blocking tight end. That's what you need. What he gives you as a receiver, he gives you as a receiver, and you take happily. But you need a blocking tight end. Go get Rucker. All right, transfer portal, quiet over the weekend for Indiana basketball, which is good news. Four in the portal, you got Rob Finnessy, you got Michael Durr, you've got Parker Stewart, and you've got Christian Landry. Those guys in the portal, uh, they could return. It seems unlikely. Stewart has said goodbye to the program. Lander has said goodbye to the program on social media. Unlikely that Durr would return, but you would kind of like him, depending on what Race Thompson and Trace Jackson Davis do. And and then Rob Finnessy, I don't know what you think about Rob Finnessy. I think that Rob Finnessy's body is just not built to stand withstand the rigors of college basketball. You saw that this year. The, the game he got hurt. He was playing out of his mind. He was playing so well and was so jumpy in, in playing the kind of basketball that you thought he could, and then all of a sudden he gets hurt, and that seems to be sort of the routine for him. He goes out... And, and plays out of his mind briefly, and then, kaboom, it's an injury. Almost within minutes. It's so odd and so sad. I don't know what you get out of Rob Finnessy moving into another year. Xavier Johnson, is he going to come back? Trace Jackson Davis, Trace Thompson, like we said. All right, Jordan Geronimo, you want Jordan Geronimo back, don't you? Jordan Geronimo kind of was that guy that all of a sudden took a step up in class and became really, really good. Tamar Bates could wind up being a good player. He's got to learn how to play basketball, which would be helpful. And high school coaches, AAU coaches, why they don't teach the game at a level that would allow a guy to come in as a freshman college basketball player and contribute, not because he's talented, not because he can play with the basketball. you got to be able to play without the basketball. And Tamar Bates absolutely did not know what he was doing in that regard this past season, and that has got to get fixed at the high school level and the summer level. If you go to Mount Verde Academy, like Bates did, you have got to be a better basketball player when you come out of it, not just a better guy with the basketball. You go to IMG, you've got to become better. Don't just train the guy with the ball and teach him crossovers and step backs and all of that crap. You got to teach recognition. You got to teach off ball defense. Let's go get that done. Uh, but Indiana, at least this weekend, no news, good news. Purdue, huh, not good news on Friday night. Their season ended. They got beat by St. Peter's because they gave that team, the Peacocks, way too much respect. We saw yesterday, North Carolina did not. North Carolina came out and said, You are St. Peter's. 
and we're going to play against you as though you are St. Peter's, and we are going to beat your ass, and we are going to the Final Four. That's what happened yesterday. That's what should have happened Friday night with Purdue. It didn't. They treated St. Peter's like a two seed. That's what they said. No! Treat them like a 15 seed. What the hell are you doing? Don't give them life. My God. Oh, we're going to elevate this team in our minds so that this team becomes elevated in their own minds. That is ridiculous. And that's why Purdue, that's why they were sitting around yesterday instead of playing basketball. So you've got Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Villanova. That's a hell of a Final Four, right? Not all top seeds. Kansas, the only top seed. However, Blue Bloods everywhere. All four. No underdogs. Fantastic Final Four. Duke playing UNC for a chance to go to the championship game. Krzyzewski with a chance to vanquish North Carolina in what is going to be one of his final two games in his storied career. Fantastic stuff. UNC beat St. Peter's 69-49, uh, and that's exactly what should have happened with Purdue the other night. Um, Pacers tonight against Atlanta. Atlanta, even Stephen, 537-37. Pacers, two up or two down to the Kings in uh, the standings, the NBA overall standings, which are important for the draft. They are several games, uh, three and a half, but, uh, ahead of Oklahoma City. So with seven games to go, they're kind of stuck in that fifth spot, which would be fine. The Kings have two games left against uh, the uh, uh, Houston Rockets, which is great, right? Both of those should be wins for the Kings because the Rockets are terrible. So Pacers look good as the fifth worst overall team with a pretty good chance of moving up uh, into the upper echelon of the draft, which would be terrific. They, they deserve some good luck finally, right? Um, state champions over the weekend crowned in the state of Indiana Cathedral wins the state championship over Chesterton, who is undefeated going into that game. And Cathedral beat them 65-31. Cathedral played really, really well Saturday. Played their best basketball when it mattered most. Uh, Beach Grove beat Mishawaka Marion 53-43. Providence over Central Noble. Boo! Uh, 62-49. That's not nice to boo a state champion, for goodness sake. And North Davies, in a great game, beat Lafayette Central Catholic 48-46 in two overtimes. A kid missed uh, a free throw with no time left on the clock that could have given him another free throw that would have allowed him to tie it. Very, very sad. Let's celebrate some birthdays. By the way, Albert Pujols coming back to the Cardinals. One year, two and a half million. Uh, never should have left St. Louis. Ever, ever, ever. Bad move for uh, Pujols. He made a lot of money. I guess that's the point. Um, celebrate birthdays. The great Julie. <laughs> celebrating birthday today. She's reading the cowbell of victory. Which is breaking protocol. We don't ring the cowbell of victories for birthdays. <laughs> we ring the cowbell of victories for Colts wins or Indiana wins. She won't stop. Put that down. Put that down. One more for you know who. <laughs> the great Julie celebrating her birthday. And the birthday. The great. What? And the great. And the great. Oh, Teresa Harris, of course, celebrating birthday. She's on the list. 
editing. Tracy Miracle, happy birthday. The great Ryan Bozell. Who knew that the great Ryan Bozell and Julie share a birthday? We've known that Julie and Teresa do. Uh, Andy Olson, John Blaine, John Records, Landecker, happy birthday. And the great Eric Braverman, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell, which Julie is in the midst of doing. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other up. Don't tear each other down. Be good to each other. All right, we'll talk to you later today inside Indiana Sports Now.